You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Reception Perception, the show. Now, James Cole and Matt Harmon. Let's talk about some trade deadline, you know, uh, spots and players that could be up for trade. Um, I tried looking up some trade deadline rumors and such, and it's, you know, uh, at, at, around this time, teams are pretty tight-lipped about certain players, most players. Uh, they don't want to burn bridges and in uh, relationships and all those kind of things. So I get it. Uh, but there are some very logical names to to be brought to the forefront. And especially in Denver, people looking at both Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. Uh, Cortland Sutton's 28. Jerry Judy's just 24 years old, man. Uh, it seems like with all the press clippings, he's about 30 years old because we've talked <laughs> about Jerry Judy so much. But just 24 years old, still a very young player. Um, either one of these guys, where would you kind of like to see them end up? Well, first of all, I think if they're trading one of these guys, it is going to be Jerry Judy. It's not going to be Cortland Sutton for two reasons. One, uh, Cortland Sutton is on a uh, extension, whereas Jerry Judy only has the fifth year option after this, I believe, which is like what fifteen million dollars, right? Fifth year option for receivers. I don't know. I think he's probably just easier to trade from a contract perspective than Cortland right. Sutton is. Uh, number two reason, one of these guys has been way better than the other in Sean Payton's <laughs> offense. And it's okay. been Cortland Sutton who has been way better than Jerry Judy so far this year. Um, I actually looked this up because I just thought this anecdotally watching Cortland Sutton so far this year, just uh-huh. watching Denver Broncos games. Like he's won a lot of like contested stuff, which we know he 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 does do. He wins contested. He wins in the he's got a lot of touchdowns like. I mean, that has been the thing that's boosted his fantasy value has been like touchdowns and stuff like that. But he's won on a lot of like in-breaking routes, at least to my eye. And I remember this in the offseason. I jokingly um, found this clip from, you know, Roto World, NBC, whatever they're calling it these days, um, where they had a blurb. The Broncos had Cortland Sutton study Michael Thomas's 2019 film in the offseason. And I tweeted it alongside – uh, his route success rate chart from 2021 where he had a uh-huh. 93% success rate on slants and just had like the thinking emoji right next uh-huh. to it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so far this year, <laughs> I actually went back and looked this up. Cortland Sutton, according to Fantasy Points Data, has 123 of his 351 yards on slants, ins, wow. and shallow crossing routes. Wow. So, 
Jeez. He's got, he's got that Mike Thomas slant boy X receiver role kind of locked up there. So I kind of feel like they're probably pretty happy with what they've gotten out of Sutton so far. So I Yeah, but let me let me offer a little counter argument to that though. Because again, if if Sean Payton and Denver is they're looking for a rebuild, you're right. Sutton's obviously been a much better player, but that also means you can get much better return on a player like Cortland Sutton. So would a would a contending team who again probably you know projecting to be somewhere in the you know back 10 of the first round would they move a first round pick for a 28 year old wide receiver they might they might and if you're Denver and you're getting a, a first round again a late first round pick for a 28 year old wide receiver I think you got to consider that yeah but I don't think anybody's given up a first for these guys you know um either one of them Cortland Sutton is that's the thing though he's on a big extension they signed him to a 60 million dollar four-year extension so he's yeah. from a salary cap perspective like I'm saying he's having a fine season I'm not I'm not sitting here saying he is like blowing it out of the water or anything yeah uh, he's, right he's having an okay year on a bad offense um, I'm not going crazy about that. I've said before going into 2021 when people were drafted or 2022, excuse me, but when people were drafting these Broncos receivers like crazy, I said he was like one of the most overrated receivers in the NFL. People have overcorrected now to the point where they think he's, he stinks. He doesn't stink. Yeah. He's just like a right, solid right. starting X receiver. So gotcha. I just think there's probably not a big demand for Sutton. And I think I think they could trade him, but I bet they'd get like a day three pick because of the big fat contract that he's on. Yeah, you're right. Now, yeah, Judy, on the other hand, I mean, my feelings, uh, my correct feelings on Jerry Judy are well known from the podcast this this summer where I, again, he took over the mantle of most overrated receiver in the NFL um, uh-huh. coming into this year. And he hasn't had a good year. He hasn't fit in there. He's, his highlight this year is getting uh, Steve Smith mad at him on NFL. Like that's been right. the best moment yeah. so far for, right. for Jerry Judy. He's an inconsistent player, but I do think he would help a team out. Um, I think a team that needs to beat man coverage because that is his strength is not – uh, he's not one of the best route runners in the NFL. He's, but he is a, a solid man beater, seventy percent success rate versus man in twenty twenty two. Really disastrous against zone. That's why he's just not a number one target. Uh, but I feel like New England really actually would would be a good spot for for Jerry Judy, um, especially last week where we watched them cut Mac Jones's average depth of target to like sub five yards yeah. uh, average depth of target um they got his two his time to throw was 2.06 seconds uh he was throwing his first year at 80 percent of his throws uh was mac jones because they were running like that alabama um get it out quick rpo over the middle type stuff and i think judy his best routes are those like quick in-breaking routes against man coverage and if you look at like you know, ESPN came out with their open scores. Uh, uh-huh. You know, again, they're, they're on a site. It's it's a standalone site now. It's pretty cool. I was checking it out yesterday. <laughs> like Juju Smith-Schuster and Devontae Parker are some of the worst in terms of, of their metrics getting open. <laughs> and against man coverage specifically, you know that I I that backs up RP uh, as well. Right. So, um, I I think that for sure, like Jerry Judy would actually help uh, help that offense out. Even though I'm I'm lower than consensus on Jerry Judy, I think he'd help that team out. Uh, interesting stuff. Uh, I think Cortland Sutton to Dallas would be a very interesting thought experiment. Uh, if mm-hmm. Dallas were to make that move, they need an X receiver. 
Um, Cortland Sutton would certainly fit that bill. Michael Gallup has regressed uh, very significantly. Yeah. Uh, and I think it, it would allow, again, if they go two, if they go two wide receiver sets, you've got, you know, Sutton and uh, CD Lamb out there. If you go three, you got Brandon Cooks, Cortland Sutton and CD Lamb. That's an interesting trio. Uh, certainly for Dallas, if they want to make that final push. Um, all right. How about DeAndre well, Let Hopkins? me just say this yeah, too, just just because I know Carolina is trying to buy at the deadline, whether we think they should or not is a, a separate question. Right. Um, they want to buy a receiver. I think Sutton actually would make a lot of sense for Carolina because they need an outside X receiver. Um, they do. It ain't going to be DJ Chark. It ain't going to be um, Jonathan Mingo. Is They've been using him as a flanker. So to me, I, I kind of think he would make sense there if they were trying to buy. They want to get a number one receiver for Bryce Young. They're not getting a number one receiver. And I think if they could, though, like a big X who could win on those in-breaking routes, Sutton would make sense. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, how about DeAndre Hopkins? Tennessee sending some signals that they could be sellers right now as they trade away Kevin Byard. But um, DeAndre Hopkins uh, on a short-term contract here, obviously an older player too. Uh, Tennessee, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little bit surprised. This is not generally their MO, but um, their starting quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, is banged up and hurt. I, I mean, they obviously not feeling that confident about Malik Willis, who looks like he's literally unable to play the position. Um, they're, th- they're, they're thinking about playing Will Levis now, uh, whether he's ready or not. And despite the fact that Malik Willis actually beat him out for the backup role um, this offseason, they're going to try to roll out Will Levis if Tannehill's hurt. But that being the case, if that is the case, Tennessee could absolutely tank it here. And DeAndre Hopkins, New Hopkins, could be on the trade market. So, uh, Matt Harmon, where would you like to see DeAndre Hopkins go? Obviously, every team would love to have DeAndre Hopkins. But what's a what's a great fit in your mind? So, number one, yeah, Malik Willis, he makes Sam Howell blush in terms of, like, how many, like, pressures he converts into sacks. Uh, like, give Awful. me a break, dude. Um, look, Hopkins is interesting because I think he actually has game that will age well. Um, I think he's going to – he's a perfect candidate to do, like, what Adam Thielen is doing right now where he bumps mm-hmm. from an outside receiver to an inside receiver. Um, that being said uh, – I think obviously Kansas city, right? Mike Evans. We'll talk about him as well. Obviously like the chiefs, I I don't need the chiefs kicking around. People want them to trade. Like what about Marquise Brown of the chiefs? They have enough like small speed guys. They need like a big X. Okay. Um, Rasheed rice. I like Rasheed rice, but he's probably not going to be that guy either. So I think like, DeAndre Hopkins, whatever he's got left as like a boundary X receiver. I mean, remember the game, uh, what was it? It was against the the the, the Texans, right? Uh, where Hopkins was just ripping it up. We were saying on this show, like, Colts. wow, he the Colts. Well, Colts can't cover anybody outside, but that's beside yeah. the point. Like, 
they 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 were like, wow, we, we were sitting saying he looks like vintage DeAndre Hopkins. Like, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, he can yeah. still do that stuff. It's just he's going to just waste away this year in this offense. There's just no point. So, uh, I mean, shoot, they need to get out there and like. They need to just push uh, Traylon Burks into the deep end whenever he's healthy. Like, can you sink or swim? Can you do anything for us? Um, what Tennessee I, needs to do is cre- generate, drum up a fake trade market. That's what they need to do. And what they need to do is by start by by starting co- trade conversations with either the Chiefs or the Bills. Because I tell you right now, if if they were able to like generate that right, like some kind of like news clippings or, or, or some kind of buzz that, Oh, nuke might go to Buffalo. Casey's not going to sit there and let them do that. You know what I'm saying? And if they are going to let them do that, man, they're going to make either one of those teams is going to make the other team pay, right? Like you're not going to be able to go get nuke for a second round pick. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be like an arms race almost, right? Like where one of these teams like, yo, okay, well, okay, we'll give you a third. And then Casey's on the horn. Okay. We'll give you a second. You know what I mean? Like, they can't let that other team win the Nuke Hopkins trade because I think they're both both teams are smart enough to know if Nuke goes to either one of those teams, the balance of power shifts now to that team. You know what I mean? Right. Um, for sure. Although, I mean, Buffalo has so many problems, and like they do, they do. Number two receiver basically isn't it at this point anymore? <laughs> um, I mean, Gabe Davis see, is I, what he is. See, I disagree. Like. I think having a reliable number two would free up Josh Allen's mind because right Mm. now his brain's in a pretzel right now. You know, it's like it's Stefan Diggs or no one. That's the problem. Yeah. Right. Like that's the problem. Even if he wants to do the processing process to who nobody's open. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. No, 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 no. You're right. I I feel like new could be a transformative piece for that team. I, I get that. I also think Dallas, who you mentioned for Sutton, for the same reason, they would be yes. an interesting team for DeAndre Hopkins oh to come in the yeah. X receiver spot over Michael Gallup. It just like Gallup just needs to like take a take a beat, you know? Like if he's gonna he recover does. anything at all. Yeah, like he, he needs, needs a mental health break. That's what he needs. Yeah, he probably needs to be he probably needs to be traded, man. Although they gave him a big fat ass contract, so that's not yeah. gonna happen. But like they right. just a fresh start somewhere, it might might yep. help for him. Um, if he can ever recover it at all, uh, Detroit, obviously Detroit was my spot for Ooh, Hopkins going into the year. That. I think he I would still that. be really interesting there. And yeah, from a Kansas city perspective, I guess it just depends. It comes down to like the contract stuff, like has Tennessee paid out enough of the contract already where they can now take it on because that was probably <laughs> a money reason that they weren't into it anyways. But right, yeah, right, I mean, right, right. he just would make so much sense there. Um, also, sleeper team would be Jacksonville uh, because I think the way they've used Calvin Ridley so far, it's been mostly on like sideline targets and and like go yeah. routes and all that stuff. You could put Hopkins in that role and let Calvin Ridley be like your Z and Christian Kirk as your slot, and you've got like a much a receiver core that makes a lot more sense together. You know, so that would be kind of like a sleeper team. You know, it's a sneaky team here, and this would be very on brand for them. What about Baltimore? Yeah, I was thinking Baltimore too. Baltimore uh, with a veteran wide receiver. I mean, and in like he's the kind of receiver that Baltimore loves too, right? Like yeah. aging receiver, but still got game. He's, you know, a contested catch guy. Like he's tough as nails. Like, and, and just from like an attitude standpoint, nuke in Baltimore, man, like that is fried, a hot sauce and fried chicken, man. Like it just seems to make a lot of sense. Yeah, I think a lot of teams are probably just wary of Hopkins because. 
he's going to be one of these guys that's going to come in there and be like, I need 10, you know, eight, 10 targets off the bus every single week. Um, I think he's still in that. That's why I think he went to the Titans is because he's still in that phase of his career and not like, uh-huh. I'll take five, uh, like the Odell Beckham with the Rams. Like I'll take five targets. I'm just trying to win a, a freaking Super Bowl here. <laughs> okay. Um, right. And right. Beckham's with the Ravens, obviously, you know, so um, I think, he comes in there and is a little more disruptive, you know, and I think that's probably part of the reason why not everybody was all in on him to begin with. Um, so he's not totally clearly he's signed with the Titans this year. Okay. He's obviously yeah. not in his ring chasing phase of his career. So I think that is um, kind of dependent on if anybody's going to trade for him or if we're just going to have to sit and watch like can nuke yeah. scratch his way to 700 yards. On this <laughs> <Titans team. laughs> That's so sad. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company.